Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode brought to you by our sponsors, the Guitar Ninja Academy. Today is an interview with Josh Taylor, the frontman from the Hara. Stick around because that interview is coming right next on today's episode. Okay, so everyone, welcome to Josh Taylor from the Hara. Josh, welcome to Setting the Tone. Thank you very much for having me, Rob. No problem. Thank you very much for joining. Um, I won't lie, when I heard uh, Play Dead, the EP, a few, about a month ago, I was like, I need to get these boys on the show because this is awesome. Um, so I was really enjoying that EP a few weeks ago. And I haven't really put it down, to be honest. It's on I was going to say, I hope you've not stopped listening. To you. <laughs> no, 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 certainly not. I think um, the, the beauty of this EP, um, before, you know, without giving too much away, is my favourite track. Is it animals? Animal, animals is good. I think it's, okay, okay. it's, it's track two. Uh, uh, track bite down. Now, reason, reason why I like bite down is it's I've not heard anyone do in the like, like the rock industry what you guys are doing with that sound. It's almost like a a grime sound if you kind of get what I mean. The breakdown's like a bit of a grime. You mean with like the, the verses, the kind of rocky kind of yeah. Like I know everyone's sort of done hip hop rap verses before, but it's kind of the sounds that you guys are, are putting together with that. So yeah, I really that's my personal favourite off the EP. Um, I don't know about everyone that's else's. Done. We actually we actually wrote that song um, in January, started this year in preparation for playing the festivals for the first time, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> which obviously never happened. But that was supposed to be our intro song so we go out to the, the big dramatic intro of Bite Down and it sort of goes crazy so yeah man I just can't wait to play that live eventually it's gonna it's gonna bounce and everyone's gonna be bouncing on actually because it has got that natural bounce without a question um I, I just love it it's awesome right so I'll give a bit of an intro to the guys out there so the how for those of you who don't know are a free piece comprising of the following members we have Josh Taylor the front man who we have with us. Uh, we have Zach Breen on guitar and Jack Kennedy on drums. To date, the Hara have released an impressive five EPs and five singles. We have No Regrets that came out in 2018. The first single made to be from the debut EP peaked at number three in the iTunes alternative single charts. Then they released Unconscious Minds in 2019 and Incorrectly Blind Storm to the UK number one in the iTunes pre-order album charts for three days above Lewis Capaldi. So take that, Lewis, um, who had previously held number one for three weeks on, on that release. And then we roll further along into the year and we have Tramp Rain. And when that was released, it was a pre-sale on marketing budget and amazingly peaked at number three in the iTunes rock charts before settling at number 40. We move into 2020 and we have the We Are The Movement, which reached number one in the rock charts and number two across all genres on the iTunes album charts. And then more recently, we have Play Dead, which achieved number one across all genres in the iTunes album rock charts. So that's Ooh. really, it's, it's impressive. It's pretty impressive. You know, it's pretty consistent. Um, you know, if they... it's, so, it's so weird <laughs> when people say, like, when you say about No Regret CP and, and Unconscious Minds, it, it literally feels like a different life. Like... Uh, which it kind of was for, for us as a band. Like, if you listen to the stuff on, on No Regrets and then play Dead, it's like, it is, it's, it's almost like two different bands, but I, I feel like that evolution has just been to where we are now, and it's just been so natural. And, and now we're big, we're big rock stars now, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. I was, um, I've been having to listen to the few CPs. I, I, I know what you're saying. The sound has evolved massively to, you know, 
going to play dead. Um, it's completely different. Different things are being tried and different sounds and obviously a different writing process. Um, if you wouldn't mind, Josh, are you able to give us a bit of a you know a back story on on how the band sort of came to be and the journey from then to now? Yeah, of course. So it started um, late 2017. So I was a solo artist for quite a while, doing my own thing. And then yeah, it got it got to the end of 2017, and I don't know. I think I think I was probably just lonely, to be honest. <laughs> I was like, you know, I want I want some some guys that, that that go on tour with me, and I was like, right, let's let's form a band. And I went to the usual sites. I forgot what they called now, like join my band or something like that. Put an advert out, um, and I held some auditions, and that's where I met Zach Breen in January 2018. Um, and he's been with me ever since. And it took us a while to find Jack. We actually found him in the summer of 20... Um, wait, I'm getting my dates mixed up. 2017, this was, not 2018. 2017, um, January was when I met Zach. And then summer 2017 was when we finally met Jack after trialling a few dodgy members of the band. <laughs> I, I, th I, think, I think we went through about three drummers, a bassist, two other guitarists. Um, we had this little test that we do, which was... You know, if they can play great and, and if they're a good musician, whatever, great. But we always had a test that was we had to get drunk with this person. And if they were OK when they were drunk, then they were in the band. If they weren't and, <laughs> and they completely changed, which a lot of them did, we were like, nah, we can't do it. We can't have someone in the band who we can't get drunk with. So that was the test. And uh, if you pass that test, you join the Hara. So there you go. I like that. Was the um, few members that were tried and tested, were they sort of like ex-Take That members? Because I know you lads are from, um, from Manchester, so I didn't know if <laughs> like, Take That were trying yeah. to get into a new project at the time there. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> no, definitely. I like, the, uh, I like the method, like you say, if you can um, play while you're drunk and do it well, that's, that's a big win-win. Yeah. Just, just get along while you're drunk. I think, uh, you know, I think that's, that's a big thing, isn't it? If you're sharing a tour van with each other for months, you've got to... Well, you've got to get along, haven't you? So. Don't disagree. Like you say, you you know, you you become a family. I know it's very cliche, but you're on the road, what, six weeks at minimum, in some cases, day in, day out. Hey. So, yeah, no, I 100% get that. Awesome. That's, so that's a lovely little bit of history there. Um, I just want to say a massive congratulations on the release of, the, obviously, the EPs all together, but especially this year, you know, you've got, people have got, two, the fans have got two EPs in 2020. What more could you want? That's I mean, there's nothing else to do, really, is there? So, <laughs> I think we're like, I might as well just just chuck all the music out. But yeah, that's that's mad. Like, because we released, we are the movement over lockdown, which, oh man, it's just been one of those years, hasn't it? Like, trying to trying to piece it all together. Um, but yeah, it's it's been great, man. Like, it's almost been a blessing in disguise. Like, we we keep saying this, we. We had this year planned out this massive tour, all these festivals, and obviously it didn't happen. But the other side of that is that, you know, we got to release music we would have never done. We, the amount of music videos we've been putting out, the content, even like the skills we've been learning as writers and producers by ourselves, you know, it's it's incredible, I think, how far we've come just in this year uh, through what's happened. So, yeah, we're grateful, man. And I think we're just ready and, and roaring to go for the festivals next year, so... Yeah, definitely. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of like what you what bands are limited and what they can do during this time. And it has been a whirlwind year. Someone was trying to say to me today, like, "Can I sum up this year?" And I was like, 
I can't. Like the only thing, you know, the only, the only positive I've got, I've, I've still kept my job. I've not, thankfully, I've not been furloughed. I've not been made redundant. You know, all my family yeah. are well and alive, and I've got a roof off my head and food in the cupboard. So, like, what more could I possibly want? Yeah, of course, I'd love to be able to go back to the cinema and gigs, but you know, I've got, I've got my well-being, and that's the most important thing. What do you um, feel the reactions been like from the fans? Because I've, I've seen, like you say, the content is second to none at the moment. I'm seeing the videos that are coming out, and it's not done on an iPhone camera. <laughs> there's there's a, a proper setup going in there, it's a proper investment. But are you feeling the reaction from the fans is kind of meeting the expectations as to what you guys are seeing there? Yeah, I, th- I think we, you know, at the start of the year when it all happened, we were kind of scared in a way because you know a lot of our fan base has been totally been reliant on, on us being on the road 24/7. You know, the what was it 2019? We we did three three tours, I think we did. Um, you know, constantly on the road. And when all this happened, we you know we're scared that maybe we'd lose that. But in I think we've 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 gained more actually through through just the content that we've been putting out. And you know we're lucky with the team that we've got. Um, we've got an amazing video team called Cosmic Joke that do all our music videos, and they're just absolutely insane at, at what they do. Uh, we've also discovered a love for TikTok, which which is <laughs> currently our life at the minute. You know we literally just do covers on there all day, every day. And, and that, that's going really well. Like it's, it's something that we sort of despised for ages and everyone was asking us to do it. And we're like, nah, we're too cool for that, man. We're too cool. And and then we, we sort of gave in and now it's it's becoming one of our biggest social media platforms. So it's, it's just crazy. Like, you know, madness, but it's all good. Yeah, definitely. There was, I was speaking to um, Zach from the band Tempt from New York a few months back, and he was saying they've just joined TikTok, and it's mental. I think it's one of the fastest rising social medias like in 2020 with the numbers that you get. So it's not a bad place to be, I guess, if you want to you know, put your band out there in exposure. It's definitely a bit of advice there. It's a place, I think, because it's so new as well. They're still giving new creators and new bands, artists, the reach that, say, Instagram and Facebook are now sort of restricting because you go on Instagram and you have to pay a fortune to get your posts to even your own followers. Whereas I think TikTok, they're still letting that content go out naturally, which is which is great. So get on that. That's, that's the place. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree. There. And I think that's one major positive Um it's getting a little bit harder, I feel, for bands and even anybody that wants to do a basic page. You, you, know, you, you seem to be there's a lot more red tape now on Facebook and Instagram. But hey ho, that cheers, Mark Zuckerberg, for your wonderful influence on that one, I guess. Um, so, between all the different EPs, have you guys had like a different technique for when you've gone in there and writing and recording them? Is there anything you've done differently? And if so, why? Um. I think we just got more comfortable and, and more confident, really. You know, like I say, with the with the first DPs, it's almost like we were <laughs> like we we're in training, you know, like and, and we were boys and we were learning the craft and um and now I think we go in a writing studio and we just we just don't rush it as much and we think it out and um you know the guys that we're in with at the minute are, are top of the game as well. So I think the people, yeah, the people we're with, um, there's a, a writing group that we go down London to write with a lot called Sound Collective, um, which which is great. They've wrote the last two EPs with us. Um, we've just started getting in with a producer who works a lot with Youngblood at the minute, and he's insane. Like, I think he's sort of brought out a new side of us that 
the way he works, which, you know, we were in the studio from midday to like 3 a.m. in the morning, which we've never done. And, and just, you know, writing at night, just it's little things like writing in the middle of the night, like you, you'd think it wouldn't work, but it's just this, this crazy thing happens when you're just so tired and the, the juices start flowing and it is, it's just mad. Um, so, yeah, I think just confidence mainly, confidence and, and the people we, we're starting to work with and um, all that kind of thing. And I think we've also got a new appreciation um, for sort of mainstream pop music, which is something I thought I'd never say. Like we went through a phase of, of being just like, oh, you know, rock, man, we've got to do rock, we've got to do heavy, which, you know, we still do and we still love. But, you know, I think we've, at the minute, we're, we're sort of really appreciating the other side of just really good melodies and, you know, really strong pop choruses and mixing that in with the rock guitars and the big riffs and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, just just experimenting and, and learning. That's what life is about, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It's really strange, Josh, that you, you've touched on something that I've kind of um, been thinking about this last week um, in terms of pop music. Yeah. Um, in general. Now, I grew up through a phase of, as a young lad, I went through as a kid, like lots of rock music, where mum and dad had stuff like Queen, Bon Jovi, David Bowie, even like sort of 80s sounds like Ultravox, stuff like that. And then my teens were sort of late, early teens with pop music. And I was like, mm, this ain't cool. Went through dance and I came back to rock. But the other yeah. day I, I picked up my Cyrus's album. And now yeah. six months, maybe two years ago, I wouldn't have done it, but I thought, you know, I'm going to give this a roll of dice. I liked her cover of the Cranberries and Zombie that I saw on uh, her stream. Let's give Molly a chance. And I came away really impressed by it. And it's funny because Charlie Simpson the other week was talking about how genres now are, you know, five, ten years ago, the lines were pretty much clear cut. You, you know, this is your lane, you stay in your lane. And now people are not afraid to mix different ideas yeah, yeah. and see what comes out. And I, it's, it's really interesting to hear you say that, kind of what everyone else is kind of thinking at the moment. Yeah, I, I think that's the beauty of it. And I think that's why it's so exciting, especially for a band like us, because me, Jack, Zach, but we're all got completely different music tastes and, you know, I'll just be able to put all of that in our music and, and kind of just be accepted no matter what. And I think loads of artists are doing that right now. And I think pop music isn't what people, what it used to be, which was just cheesy rubbish. It's not, you know, pop music is just really good music. And I think, you know, there is a chance as well for the rock side of things and, and rock bands to sort of come into that and, and open up a whole new thing. So I think it's dead exciting. Definitely. I almost feel that rock might be, I don't know, I don't know if what other people think on this, but I'm thinking maybe rock might be getting a bit too safe, whereas pop seems to be getting a little bit adventurous, a little bit dangerous and naughty, which is nice, you know, it's, it's good to kind of take risks in music. Um, but no, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, I guess, over time. And like you say, if other artists, other bands um, jump on that and want to get involved. Do you have a favourite single off Play Dead? And if so, why? Why, why is that your favourite single? Oh, um, I was going to say Animals at the start when, when I was thinking of what your favourite was going to be. But if, okay, so Animals is probably my favourite to listen to an all-rounder. But in terms of performing and attitude and, and sort of my personality, um, off the edge is is my favorite like it's literally that song is just my personality then the lyrics are just crazy they don't really make any sense but they do make sense um you know and and just we we did a live stream gig a couple of months back performed it for the first time and like it it just makes me go mental like the lads always say i've got a bit of adhd and it just oh 
I love it, man. It gives me tingles. I just go crazy and I just want to smash things up to that song. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Off the edge is, is, is that song for me. Yeah, to, to be fair, I think the, the overall EP is very strong. And, and as I said earlier, you can tell the uh, evolution from earlier EPs to leading up to this one. So who knows what that album's going to sound like if if you guys decide to you know go down that path. I'm sure you will. Um, oh, it's being talked about at the minute, which is exciting. But that's all I'm saying on that, Rob. We can't we can't talk about that. No, no, no. This is it. We can't we can't let too many secrets out of the bag. Please, let everyone let everyone think it's like a a spoiler fest sort of thing. Um, we've we've touched on this already uh, with 2020 being such a challenging year, um, and you you've already kind of briefly touched on that for me. Thank you. So it's been challenging from the sort, but what have you guys been doing as a band to try and keep momentum? You've talked about the writing and obviously the recent live stream. Is there anything else that you guys have been doing to keep, you know, momentum and keep fresh? Yeah, I think, you know, as soon as it happened, you know, like you said, releasing two EPs in one year, we just thought we've just got to put as much stuff as we can out, whatever that stuff is. Like <laughs> we even tried a virtual, we did this thing on our Instagram really early on, um, the quarantine bug crawl we called it which was just absolutely stupid we set up our green screen in our studio and we just did the most stupid challenges we got drunk and we just like it was just so random but we just made like a little series out of that uh we did youtube vlogs for like a couple of months uh obviously the music videos so i think yeah just content is king in it i think when you can't get out there and connect with people you know in real life i think that's it's the only way you can do it so yeah we just thought let's chuck as much stuff as we can out there and then obviously the writing we've i think we've got 20 new songs now that we that are unreleased that are, that could be released in the future which is literally the most prepared we've ever been like we've, we've always been on the back foot so it's it's kind of nice to go into next year knowing we've got this arsenal of songs and this kind of plan um that's what we've been doing and crying sleeping <laughs> I think you've it's nice that you guys like you're saying that you've got a whole content of songs ready to go now whether or not some of them make it or they don't but it just gives you a platform to build even more um and maybe a song might not make it that you've written now but you could take different ideas or you could just do whatever you want I think it's that freedom I think to just do what you want when you want to now because you've got that on the you know in the back in your back pocket so to speak um oh. From my understanding, Downloads Festival is going to be your debut next year on the Avalanche stage on the Sunday. Is that correct? It will be our festival debut next year, yeah. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Oh, it's scary, man. It's Download. Well, it's probably not the most forgiving festival to start on, you know. It's... <laughs> um, I'm sure you're going to be fine, um, but you're right. It is kind of like a trial by fire scenario, yeah. isn't it? Um, Obviously, that's going to be awesome, without question. What are the emotions like? Has anything started to hit home for you guys that, you know, you're going to be playing at Download Festival, Donington Park, you know, this prestigious yeah. Yeah. place? Well, well I'm, I'm kind of just ignoring it because I think, I think we got so excited this year and then it didn't happen. We're like, right, mm -hmm. hey, we're booked for it. Let's just forget about it. And then maybe the week before, we'll just start absolutely pooing it and, and then it'll, it'll kick in. But... Yeah, like I said, you know, being so prepared, like we even had um, a few guys in our studio today, a few lighting guys and planning out our lighting show for the festivals and, you know, just being able to do stuff like that is is nice to have. And 
you know, to, to plan the whole show and bite down your favourite song. We're definitely, you know, going to use that as the intro and go out. And it is actually wrote about playing Download Festival, the <laughs> feelings of walking out on stage and all these people looking at us like, who the heck are you? Um, so, yeah, excited, but also I kind of blocked it out of my mind just for now. Think that's the that's the way I'm going about it. No, that's that's fair. Um, I haven't actually asked this question of anyone that I've um, interviewed that have you know playing download. But was there a bit of fear that you guys not necessarily wouldn't be invited back because obviously you would be, but it wouldn't be sort of next year? Or was that always kind of the case? Because obviously a contract's a contract, something there would have been a clause in there. Yeah, um, it's weird because the the guy who who runs download is called Andy Andy Coping. Yeah, he's a He's a huge, huge fan of us. Like he just loves our music, and you know, he, he constantly like emails us uh, when we when we released Play Day. He, he was saying how much he loved it, and it, you know, as soon as it got moved, he was like, definitely rebooking you straight away, like no question about it. And you know, to have that support of someone like him was, it just you know gives us loads of confidence, man. So yeah, it was just not literally as soon as it got moved, he was like, don't worry, you'll be back on it sorted. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. That, was, that was nice. Uh, massive, massive shout out to Andy. I've met him a couple of times. He's always so elusive to get hold of at gigs. Um, he's kind of in and out. But massive shout out to him and obviously many festivals that have kind of kept a lot of the lineup as much of the lineup as they can. It's, you know, for a lot of the, I don't want to say smaller bands, but the, the bands that are lower down, it, it must have been quite scary for them going, oh, as our chart's gone, then will it come again? So, no, big shout out to Andy and Download for kind of. Put, extending that branch, shall we say, and, and doing doing the right thing. Legend, man, yeah. I think we definitely had that sort of anxiety because we, we got booked for, I think, four, 14 or 15 last year. Mm -hmm. um, but, it, you know, it is it is looking like this next year could even be even more next year, which is it's crazy. But, you know, when it when it all started getting moved, there was definitely that sort of anxiety of, oh, this, that's it, that's our chance gone. But, you know, hopefully our hard work and, and everything we're doing is, is paying off. And yeah, I guess we just got to prove it when when we get on that stage as well. I'm sure you will. Uh, and I, I'm fingers crossed it's going to go ahead next year. I'm, I'm remaining positive, I've got to, uh, because I can't take another summer without a festival. It's been too painful. Um, who are you looking forward to seeing next year and, and why? Oh, you know, people ask me these questions and my mind goes blank. Like, <laughs> I can't think of any band. Um, all I can think of, because <laughs> literally before this interview, I was a bit tired. So I got a coffee. I was like, right, I need to put on a song to get me hyped. And, I, and one of my favourite bands is Idols. Don't know if you've heard of them. Absolutely insane band. Great band. I, Idols are definitely, you know, I want to see next year. And I've just remembered while I'm talking, see, I've... I've I've managed to do it. Fever three three three, absolute crazy band. Massive, Excited. massive band. I love Fever. Awesome. Uh, hopefully, yeah. one day I think you guys will do nice little support then. You know, maybe in the future. Oh, oh, could you imagine that? Oh, chaos scenes, absolute scenes everywhere. <laughs> um, so see, we're pretending we're downloading this scenario, and I don't know. Cold ones are going around. Cold beers. Cold ciders, whatever people are drinking. Who would you like to share a cold drink with, and why? Oh, uh, what a, a download festival! Any, yeah, and yeah, anyone, and anybody. It could even be, I don't know, a band that might not be playing. It might be just someone that's you know kind of coming on for the for the weekend. They want to wait a holiday in England. 
maybe Ollie Sykes from Bring Me the Horizon. It's a fair shout. Someone like that. Um, I mean, just anyone. They're all so cool, aren't they? You know? And I think to be in that environment with all the bands that are playing, just anyone, man. I mean, I just love beer and I love the chat. So whoever's up for a chat and a beer, I'm down. Awesome. That's, <laughs> that, that's, that's as easy as it gets, isn't it, really? Do you know what I mean? If, you, if you're going to be... That's my get out of jail answer for you. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's easy. It's fair, you know. If you're gonna if you're gonna come over, you're gonna be cool. You're gonna have a nice chat. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a drink. Awesome. Yeah. What, what more? Yeah, awesome. So 2021 is shaping up to be a very busy year for you guys. Uh, May sees you guys hitting the road on a UK tour of Play Dead tour. Um, if I remember, I think it's six dates. If I remember rightly, and then ten dates. Ten, ten dates. Yeah, ten. I think it's 10. I'm sure it is. Let's go with that. We'll go with 10. We'll go with 10. Um, how, how are you guys feeling? For, you know, is, is there anything different to this tour that you might have done previously? Or is it just going to be kind of sleeves up and do what we've got to do sort of thing? Yeah, I think there's going to be that. I think, obviously, we've got two EPs that we've never played live before. So our set's going to be enormous. Uh, we're probably going to have to do an encore or something and an interval. Um, <laughs> Yeah, just get down to it, man. I, I'm, I'm hoping that everyone's just going to be so hungry for live gigs and, and that energy in the room is just going to be unreal. So I'm just excited for that, really. Yeah, definitely. I think also with, I think because the tour's in May and obviously download is in June, that should put you guys well and truly into your stride. You'd be nicely, you know, sort of loosened up, if you like, all all old, old, old machine, a well-oiled machine ready to go into, into download and just smash, smash that set. That's the that is the master plan. Is there, um, is there anything else planned for next year for you guys, or, or is there stuff that we can't speak of? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess you you kind of mentioned it. We'll let people do the do the working out, but I think you know what I mean. You know what I mean, don't you, Rob? I I know what you mean. I, I know. Yeah, what's that, that that big thing you mentioned before. I, I know, you know what's I know what's coming in twenty twenty one. Who knows? Who knows? All I'm saying is uh, to the fans out there, anyone that's interested, uh, keeping on the old internet. You never know what pops up there, do you? It's a, it's a exactly. crazy, it's a crazy place, ain't it? That if you want something, yeah. you can normally get it. <laughs> um, so, alive or dead? Bit of a tricky one. Who would you like to collaborate with, and why? Freddie Mercury, Queen. Awesome answer. He's just the king. He's the he's the god, isn't he? It, no. Yeah. No literally, one else. Literally that. Literally that, isn't it? Um, anyone alive? Would you take someone alive? Would there be anyone alive that you'd like to collaborate with? Was it just literally Freddie is is it? There's no point even bothering. There's no point entertaining any answers. <laughs> um, alive. Who's good that's alive? Uh, I don't know. I, I think maybe just bring me the horizon again. Big bring me, as you can tell. <laughs> Yeah, no. We'll go with Freddie. That's it. No one else is good. No, that's fine. It's locked in. Absolutely locked in. Um, for me, for me, it would definitely be Freddie. I think Freddie's just that, isn't he? He's a god. Absolutely god. Um, or maybe gonna... Robbie Williams, actually. <laughs> a bit of a weird one. Yeah. I don't think the lads will agree, but I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, because... He was literally the guy who got me into music when I was 11. 
I used to just watch his live DVDs and I used to just adore this man who just strutted his stuff on stage. So, yeah, he's just he's just my childhood hero, Robbie Williams. No, that's fair. And, and he's, a, he's a Manchester lad, isn't he? So do, doing, it for, doing it for that region. It's, um, I don't know if you'd agree, it's been a, unfortunately, it's been a bit of a sweet year for me personally in terms of a music scene because obviously we've had no gigs, but the albums and content that's come out this year has just been second to none. Uh, can't begin to sort of put together the best albums or the best music this year but has there been any sort of uh, releases this year that you've gone do you know what that's that's the one that's that's the album or that's the ep that's my my album my ep for 2020 i'm gonna say have you heard any shikari's new album i have and i'm gonna be really honest about shikari um oh. when they came out wasn't necessarily for me I, I just didn't get. It. I respect that they put did the first album off their own back, funded it, the whole works, kind of left it, left them alone. Wasn't for me, but this album, unfortunately, I'm going to dig into this album. My God, how wrong has I been? It's a phenomenal album, absolutely great album. Oh, literally, so good. That is was my quarantine anthem. That album. Sad alive. Da, 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 da. No, no, I don't blame it. It's a good album, very good album. Um, what else? Deftones. I'd throw Deftones in there just because I'm a huge Deftones fan, um, and their sound is massive. But no, that's awesome. Um, I just want to say, Josh, a massive thank you for taking the time out today to join us. We are coming to the end, unfortunately, and hopefully, I'll get to see you guys next summer. I'm sure I will. Um, but until then, I want to wish you guys. An awesome Christmas, Happy New Year, and obviously have a great download. And, and before download, a great tour, most importantly. Hopefully no one hopefully everyone is stays well and safe. Stay so, safe out there. Look after yourself. We will indeed. But no, massive thank you. Um thank you for taking the time. Really appreciate that. Um and yeah, we'll catch you in 2021. Sounds like a plan. It's a very good plan. Very good plan indeed. Awesome. Thank dude. you for having me, Rob. It's been a pleasure. No, like I said, I'm, I'm really appreciative of um, obviously the team sorting that one out for me and you coming on board. Massive thanks. Cool, man. Let's do it again and I'll see you in person next year. You will indeed. All the best, man. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone, so that was Josh Taylor from the Awesome Nahara. Uh, massive thank you again to Josh for his time. Uh, if you guys love the Nahara, you're enjoying what you're seeing from them and hearing from them, then be sure to head over to their socials and give them a like if you haven't done so already. Um, comment on them, share your favourite songs, stream the, stream the EP, they're all out now. Um, and as always, thank you for your support. I mean, it means the absolute world. If you haven't done already, please can ask you to like our social media page. We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And however you choose to listen to the show, please can ask you, if you have not done so, to hit the subscribe button. You will then be able to keep up to date with all future episodes as well as checking out the previous episodes. And as I've already said, your support means the absolute world. So thank you for that. Until next time, stay safe and I'll catch you all soon. Bye-bye for now.